Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by City Index. You shouldn't have to pay a premium for the most exciting market opportunities. Start trading the biggest companies for less with City Index's commission-free U.S. share CFDs. Go long or short with $0 commission on Apple, Amazon and our full range of U.S. markets both in and out of hours. Visit cityindex.com to try a risk-free demo account today. City Index, invested in your success. All trading involves risk. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 28th of September, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in markets, in business, etc. I'm here with Kyle Rada. Mm-hmm. I'm Nadine, by the way. Good to be here with you as well. Uh, on yet another um, yeah, another lackluster day for the local market, you got to say. Yeah, we're getting the uh, some interesting news coming in now from corporates, and it's coming in a little bit more frequently. That Apple uh, development today was really interesting. Uh, and you can see the market really uh, take a little bit of a spill after that came out. So, you know, you don't want to be, uh, again, you, you want to be the positive. You want to be optimistic. <laughs> you want to be optimistic, we'll be optimistic today. But uh, a little bit of a warning about the future. Um, and we've been talking a long time about the uh, the E in P&E following the P lower. And maybe that's the start of uh, things to come. Yeah, well, we had a really good conversation on that with Matthew Sherwood from Perpetual. Of course, always good value. And he has been waiting for that penny to drop. You can mm-hmm. listen to that interview uh, on our website. It's uh, already up there. I know it because I listened to it again. So yeah, we've got uh, big concerns about growth, that what that will mean for corporates, what that will mean for investors. I mean, all of that goes without saying. What I can tell you is that today here locally, we saw the banks come under quite a lot of pressure. We saw the miners, except for gold and BHP, mm. also looking pretty negative. Macquarie, that's a pretty big loss there coming through for Macquarie. I'm just quickly checking out to see if it was uh, on any news or trading ex-dividend. Nothing that I can see in CSL. So the damage was done, you know, across many parts of the market, and that includes tech, of course, and it also included... Yeah, I'm just looking for energy here. Energy uh, is a real sort of energy sore was point. Kind of, it was interesting. It was mixed today because mm. we had on the one hand um, the, these sort of concerns about global growth, more familiar with that. But then energy performed really well on Wall Street last night because of what happened with, with Nord Stream. So it, the sector was down 0.27%. But it was interesting as I was going through the, the day's trade and uh, you know seeing the leaders and laggards, you know, Whitehaven Coal was back up, for example. I think there might have been corporate news there too, but a few other players. Uh, but in some of the, especially smaller um, resource companies and energy companies were, were off by a little bit as well. So um, again, there's just this, this kind of uh, push and pull in the energy space of supply and demand. Um, a little bit soggy today in the end though. Yeah, sure was. Okay. Um, so some of the best performers today was Remelius Resources, 
Uh, we also had Sandfire doing well, t- or Silver Lake, I should say, doing well today. So there's the, the theme there. Clinuvel Whitehaven Coal mm-hmm. was up by 4%. It did see its target price lifted by 20% to $12 per share by Macquarie. So that helped. Yeah, about a 30% premium. On the flip side of things, Brevera uh, Solutions was down significantly. So was Charter Hall. Um, yeah. Tully's Pharmaceuticals, a bit of news out there, down 14, yeah. almost 15. So that was in the smaller end of the market. It said yeah. it was disappointed. Some European regulators looking for more detail, and it said that that was just not feasible within the time frame. Also, just a bit of news out from Bubs. Looks like it's getting on track to get some approval to sell its baby infant formula into China, which you know could potentially be pretty big for the company. I mean, that's mm. uh, in a lot of ways a holy grail. Bubs did well out of that infant shortage formula in the U.S., but it saw its share price up by about a percentage point once it came out of that trading halt. Now, we've been talking over and over, and I'm sure you're tired of hearing it, how we're in a bit of a a void when it comes to big uh, corporate news. You know, we're post-reporting season, but we are now getting into AGM season. So getting some some detail on the outlook coming from, um, you know, particular companies. Uh, Last week we had Suncorp. Today we had ASX. So ASX was hit with its first strike over executive pay. Um, you know, you've got a lot of pile on the ASX right now. The RBA saying that it needs to address its risk management issues. You've got, you know, um, major delays, as we know, happening with the chess replacement project. It says that there was, though, a recovery in um, futures volumes for the first two months of FY23, but that the prior year was particularly strong. Of course, we saw, yeah. you know, markets going so well. Yeah, the retail trading boom, I can tell you all about that. Hard to replicate for ASX. Also uh, today got a little bit of a slap on the wrist too from uh, the RBA mm-hmm. about its like, communications around this sort of chess transition or whatever it is. So uh, not well a great Well, look, day. I've speaking with people in the market and, you know, I've spoken with the ASX themselves. Directly, I spoke yeah. with the CEO, um, Helen Lofthouse, new CEO and former CEO, Dominic Stevens. And, you know, they are, you know, just... <laughs> What else are they going to say other than <laughs> they're working through all the issues? But some people in the market are saying, look, this is just becoming so expensive for everybody. There needs to be a plan B, of which they don't have one now, but there is a strategic review coming out. Oh, so the AGM was the uh, was you know the, the starting point for the stock of the day today. And oh. uh, yeah, that's that was my big long segue into that one. <laughs> stock of the day, let's take a listen to what Koshi's guests had to say. Um, but I think a big part of ASX is the dividend yield. It is a c- consistent, steady dividend payer. pays out about 90% of a payout ratio. Um, but the problem is as bond yields rally as strongly as they have, it just becomes a little bit less attractive to people at the margins. So strong business um, over the long term should do well as stock markets grow and do well and listings come on. But at the moment, I would just be steering clear. Right. Um, wouldn't put a sell. I just have to hold if you've been a long-term holder. It's hard to make a case for this one on the fundamentals. The chart, I think, reflects that as well. The chart mm. looks, is looking pretty shaky, as Boris said. It's, it's coming back to the bottom of a range. If it cracks here, um, it could go quite a bit, actually. So I think um, 65s could be a possibility and, and maybe even 60s. And, and if the broader market goes, then that's not an unreasonable expectation. So if I can't find a reason to buy it on the fundamentals, on the valuation and the chart, if there's no reason to buy yeah. it, I have to go sell it. Okay, so... Michael Wayne from Medallion Financial says, yeah, it pays dividends, but no, it's a hold. And Carl Capulinga, actually, I heard through the rumor mill that Carl Capulinga from Think Marcus wasn't very positive about anything oh, today. Come on, come on, mate. Well, you know, momentum trader, 
Yeah. Yeah. I suppose things are Everything's going ticking. down. It's yeah. going to keep going down. Um, so anyways, that's the ASX. You can listen to that full episode. Lots of charts from Carl yeah. on that one there. Always so um, there you go. Hey, retail sales today. What did you make of it, Carl? Uh, I actually didn't follow it too closely because I was on air at the time and uh, I didn't see much reaction other than the point that I was getting a whole bunch of broken notes coming through throughout the day saying, hot, still strong, and the first thought that I had was that uh, the ABA has, RBA has more ahead of it uh, in terms of tightening policy. Now, um, we did get that really good CBA note a couple of, was it weeks, maybe a month ago too, from Gareth Ayn, um and, and the team saying that we haven't seen anything yet as far as the rate rises because they haven't really bitten households yet, and that might be responsible for why retail sales are so strong. Uh, however, still fairly hot, um, does invite further um, uh, policy tightening from the RBA. Few few notes out there as well today talking about a higher chance of a 50-point move from mm-hmm. the RBA in October as a result. Well, I mean, this, it is backward-looking. So this is August, right? It's yeah. retail sales data for August rising 0.6% month-on-month, 1.3% month-on-month. Whoa, that was very... (laughs) (laughs) That's following on from that 1.3% I should enunciate in July. Uh, So it did beat market expectations. No, it's been a long, long, long day. Um, (laughs) But I I think it sort of jives with what we saw out of the US last night. Consumer Consumer confidence. confidence still strong. Yes, still strong. I mean, that just... That's like every central banker's nightmare, right? Hiking rates, yeah. talking about hiking rates, then hiking rates, then saying you're going to go aggressively and still... Resilient. Mm, that's the word that's, that's been That's where you get inflation expectations getting baked in and that's where they don't want them to go. No. I mean, this. I guess this is the argument, isn't it? Is that like, I mean, when you go into recession, things tend to fall off a cliff. And, I, you know, I think this is why the Apple news was so interesting today was that have we just like kind of stared over it a little bit where corporate earnings get downgraded because they're still, you know, obviously the, 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 the f- uh, forecast for them are still pretty solid. Um, strong labor market, strong consumer. You know, whether we, we, we are sort of approaching that more, more closely. But, I mean, the, the pessimist in me says that uh, they have to go harder for longer because of this uh, resilience. Obviously, I have no idea what's going to happen, but um, it certainly complicates the story, if nothing else. Yeah, sure does. Okay, so um, look, we will be keeping our eyes and our ears out for anything to come out of the States, anything to come out of all these central bank speakers that we have coming mm. up. We've got that happening there again. Go. The squawking of the doves and the hawks, the cacophony of the uh, the aviary just... Uh, yeah, gives us plenty. Did of talk you about. just say the cacophony of the aviary? <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> yeah, that was good. I that's yeah, it's a fresh one. I like fresh things. Nice. So yeah, not only that, but we do hear from U.S. Fed Reserve Chair yeah. Jay Powell. Like it's, it's welcoming remarks. It's not. Mm. I don't think going to be anything, sort of earth shattering. But still, no. we will be listening. Not only that, but we do get mortgage applications in the U.S., which is so interesting because mortgage rates up above that seventy seven percent level there and we get data on goods trades we get pending home sales which we're still going strong from data that we got last night and retail and wholesale inventory so we'll have some data to chew over tonight and the fed is data dependent (laughs) and you know that's the way it's going to go i'm i'm trying to be very good and speak properly because these are big issues you know that we're talking about this is you know, this is all in a knife's edge, and then you throw geopolitics into the mix. And I mean, yeah, I've read scary. many sort of, yeah, maybe they're maybe they're bears, but many commentators saying that they haven't been as concerned about the state of the geopolitical situation when it comes to you know Russia and Ukraine as they are now. Yeah, I uh, the one uh, I've got a politics 
BA, you know, like I'm, I'm not an expert, but I've got that bias amongst uh, in me. And there always seems to be a kind of glossing over and perhaps misreporting of these sorts of situations and their potential severity and their also their intricacies as well. So I guess that's just the thing that, you know, it could be a, like a gray swan. It makes you very, very nervous whether, you know, um, Putin backed into a corner could uh, continue to escalate um, what's going on there more than just obviously this partial mobilization and other things, but, you know, attacking uh, gas pipelines, other uh, gas pli- pipelines in other countries like you know the note that we were both reading this morning so uh, one that makes you very very nervous yeah all right well um look on that dire note i mean <laughs> what's some good news you're going to bali i am you're going i to am bali. yay holiday be, yeah yeah oh, i won't be with you here on this tomorrow um but i will be coming back enunciating everything properly oh, man, and you are going to be to boot. F- fresh fresh as a daisy <laughs> uh, great news optimistic good night yeah, well, um, as that weather bomb apparently makes its way towards Sydney. I mean, it was a gorgeous <laughs> day today out there. I know it's already affecting some in Victoria. We'll be um, mm. we'll be keeping our eye on the weather, on the markets primarily as well. <laughs> Kyle, I hope you have a good night. Yeah, I hope you have a good trip. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.